hello Otsego Knights community, and welcome back to the Roundtable Podcast. We are your hosts, Luke Barber and Stacey Anderson. Today we are sitting down with Mr. Steve Carroll, the District Treasurer for Otsego Local Schools. Hi, Mr. Carroll. Thank you for sitting down with us today. Thanks for having me. So to start off, can you just tell us a little bit about, a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, so I started as a teacher, um, taught business classes, a lot of accounting, some management, love teaching. Um, position opened up here as a treasurer, and I talked to Mr. Koch about it a little bit, kind of learned about the job. Um, I actually had worked in accounting before as a teacher, so it was something that was interesting to me. Um, you know, my, my, my family's been very supportive of it, and uh, it's definitely a new challenge, something that it, it took a little while to learn, but something I enjoy very much now. Um, mm-hmm. I live in the district. I've got four kids, all four of them actually in school here, so at some level. So um, we, we love it here. It's a great district, great place to be, great place to work, great place to live. So so what made you want to switch to an administrative role specifically? Um, I wouldn't say I was necessarily looking for an administrative role, but I did love teaching accounting. I liked working in accounting a lot before I was a teacher, and I, just when the opportunity presented itself, kind of sitting down with Mr. Koch and learning about the job and learning what that what the responsibilities were was something that sounded very interesting to me. I, I met a couple of the board members um, and just to kind of talk to them and see what the expectations would be of the job and, and learning about it and see if it was something that would be something I'd be good at or something I'd enjoy doing. And um, everything just seemed to fit really well. So I was fortunate enough to be hired for the job. That's awesome. That's awesome that you just kind of found your sp- found your place here after just falling into the, into the job. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, and um, for the average listener, like parents, community member, members, um, can you define what a district treasurer does? Uh, yeah, so I am keeping track of all the money that comes in and out of our school. So we don't have tons of control over our revenue that comes in, but we're, we're tracking our expenses. Uh, we're trying to budget the best we can so we can save money. Um, we're forecasting uh, not only how much money we'll bring in and spend this year, but next year and even five years out trying to build a forecast so we can, I can present that to our board and they can make decisions of what's best for our district moving forward. But, um, I guess basically I am keeping track of our money coming in and out and doing our best to forecast what financial position we'll be in, in the future. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. So we know that you report to the school board on a monthly basis. What exactly is included in that report? Um, I give them reports on year over year, what, how much money we brought in, year over year, what our expenses look like, anything else that might need board approval. Um, but it's really a financial outlook for what's taking place that month and kind of an update on how the rest of the year might be looking or future years, any big items that might come up that will impact future years. Just basically giving the board a report of, of the financial standing at the end of that month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that forecast is a monthly thing? Like you? No, that's, we do that twice a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, okay. that's just a twice a year thing. So those are two different things. And then report to the board and then the forecast of the yeah. coming years? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what does the semi-annual report cover then? Um, the semi-annual report covers kind of a detailed look at uh, all the money we'll have coming in um, that year and in future years. Uh, detailed look at all the expenses we'll have that year in future years and kind of how they work together with the available cash you have. So um, you're looking at will you have an excess of revenue in, in a year or will you spend more money that you're bringing in? And uh, obviously we have money in the bank, so we're kind of seeing how that relates to what we have available and how much money we'll have available down the road. Okay. 
So obviously COVID was a big thing that affected everybody's job for the past few years. So how did uh, how did COVID affect the Otsego's budget? Um, well, a couple ways, actually. So first of all, we had a lot of expenses that were, uh, I guess, out of the ordinary, uh, such as cleaning supplies. You know, if, if you think about how clean the school always is, really, uh, you know, Ms. Basher takes a, a lot of pride mm-hmm. in her job. But um, in that time, we had a lot of expenses just on how much more clean there was, um, about $120,000 worth of clean supplies oh, we had wow. to purchase. Uh, now, we were able to get some grants for, for a big chunk yeah. of that, but still, it's a lot of expenses. Um, we were fortunate enough that both of our unions, all the admins, and even the board members all took a, a pay cut in some fashion, um, so we were able to save some money that way. We did see our income taxes go down a little bit because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people were, some people were working less, uh, people took pay cuts. So we saw less money coming in um, and we saw our expenses go up. Um, we were fortunate, like I said, to get some grants and that was able to help us um, along for, for a year or so to help us. But, um, you know, we saw a lot of things become more expensive, just like we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. When we go to the grocery store, eggs are $5 for 18 and they mm-hmm. used to be $3. Well, yeah. that's across the board with all the expenses that the school has also. So we're, we're seeing the impacts of not just COVID, but what the impact that's had on the economy. Mm-hmm. So has the school recovered from the, uh, from the COVID dilemma or um, are we still suffering from well, it a little bit? From COVID specifically, yes, we're past that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we are now dealing with what the economy looks like now. Like I yeah. said, if you know, propane is more expensive, uh, all the supplies that we purchase at the school are more expensive. Health insurance is way more expensive. So our expenses are going up, and a lot of that is in direct relation to the impact COVID had, had on the economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your job is definitely very interesting, and I feel like a lot of people might not know everything that goes into it. So what is something that the listeners might find surprising about your job? Um, well, that's the first time I've heard someone call my job interesting. <laughs> a lot of people think it's pretty boring. Um, surprising about my job, people think that it is all high-level math. Um, mm. It's actually uh, moderately simple math. It's just the organization of the math and knowing what the numbers mean. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mr. Joe and I were talking about uh, you know, the math that we apply to our careers. And I, I was telling them that in, in my job, you know, I add, subtract, divide, multiply. It's really the understanding what the numbers mean. And and that's where the, the detail comes in and the yeah. organization of it. Um, so uh, while I'm doing math pretty much all day, it's really the organization of it and um, being able to explain it to our board, be able to explain to our community what it actually means. Mm-hmm. How exactly do you organize the the money do you have like a spreadsheet or oh, i've got too many spreadsheets uh yeah spreadsheets well we have financial software that helps us keep track of all our transactions but mm-hmm. uh you have spreadsheets for forecasting spreadsheets for um reporting to the board you know there's yeah, spreadsheets for everything i think we've got more spreadsheets than most people <laughs> so what would you say are some good characteristics of a treasurer for someone that may be wanting to go into uh, the job um I would say being able to be organized is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of showed you guys some of the reports we give our board members, and uh, it takes a lot of time to set those up. It takes yeah. a lot of time to keep them organized. Um, I would say being able to analyze data is very important. Um, yeah. You know, not just look at the numbers, but be able to dive into why the numbers say what they say. Uh, you know, for example, if I showed you our numbers and it said, you know, for example, our cleaning supplies were over $120,000. Being able to explain why and being able to explain what we're doing to offset that. Um, so I would say being organized and um, kind of being able to look at things from an analytic standpoint and explain 
uh, why things are happening. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of someone that's like into the organizational side of it instead is if you're into math, would it be a oh, good yeah. position to go into? Definitely. Even yeah. though it's not really that complicated of math. Yes, yeah, exactly. Just... It's not complicated math, but it's a lot of it. And it's uh, <laughs> yeah. every number is obviously the, the accuracy is crucial. Yeah. So you're, mm-hmm. you're checking and double checking and, um, you know, spending a lot of time making sure that numbers you have from one sheet or one report match another one. So you're, you're, while the number the math is not really complicated, the accuracy is crucial. Yeah. yeah. It does seem like a very important job to, <laughs> yeah. to really, to, to see how, how the school's doing on, on our funding and where it's all going towards. Does that, is that included in the report where, yeah. where everything's going towards too? Yeah. Yep. That's uh, our expense breakdown. It's kind of where every penny goes, it's broken down that way for the board and they get that at once a month. And then, um, in the forecast, they're seeing what we're predicting those expenses will look like moving okay. forward. Yeah. How far forward did the, does the prediction go? Well, it's a five-year forecast, but by the time you get five years, I mean, I don't know if you can predict anything five years out, so you're <laughs> yeah. doing the best you can to, uh, I mean, for example, who knows how the economy is going to respond to um, prime rates going up or down. You know, there's all, so many variables yeah. that could take place. It's, predicting accurately is is a challenge, but you're, you're trying to give the board and the community information based on um, forecast based on all the information you have available right now. And, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, a couple of years down the road, we should be pretty accurate. When you get five years down, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and then, but, oh, yeah. um, you're just trying to lay it out there with, with the information you have right now. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I've definitely learned a lot from this conversation. Um, but finally, what is one piece of advice that you would like to give the listeners? Um, we're actually, there's a shortage of treasures right now, a very big shortage. Um, kids that are even moderately interested, take an accounting class, try it out. Yeah. And it's, mm-hmm. um, it's, or come talk to me. I'll show you, show you exactly what goes on in a day to day, but take an accounting class and see if it's something that's interesting to you. Um, and like I said, the, don't be afraid of the math. It's, it's more of an organization. It's, you know, to use software, be able to use Excel and be able to understand and explain the data, but don't be afraid of the math and try, try an accounting class out and see if yeah. you like it. Mm-hmm. Or come talk to me. I'm sure you like it. Well, I just want to thank you for everything that you do for the for the community. Sending all of the, keeping track of all of the money that goes goes around. I feel like that is very important. Just so you know that we're not putting too much into one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or well, thank you. Yes, it's a great place to work. Like I said, um, we have a board that's extremely supportive. You know, they they are engaged. They they ask questions mm-hmm. about the reports and and are they want to know what's going on, which is a, a great place to be. Um, we have an admin team that really cares about our kids and, and is very interested in making sure that our, our kids have the resources. And, you know, that's really what it comes down to as a treasure is making sure that our students have the resources available to um, have a great education. So. Mm-hmm. so is it just you or is there is there a team of treasurers? Uh, well, there's I'm the only treasurer here, but there's okay. two people in my office, Miss Alexander, Miss Scott. Vicki um, Scott does all of our payroll. That job is... That is a very time-consuming, a very, a very detailed job. Um, and Jane Alexander takes care of all the purchases that the school makes, which again is very, very important. Um, mm-hmm. So both those, both those ladies really help keep the ship moving forward for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sitting down with us at the roundtable. We, uh, we really are grateful that you came down. Absolutely, it was, it was awesome to talk to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Roundtable Podcast. Special thanks go out to our digital producer, Owen Henderson, our technology director, Mr. Swartz, and our advisor, Mrs. Krupp. Contact us at podcast at otsegonights.org and follow us on our social media. Our Twitter is at OHS underscore roundtable and our Instagram is the same thing. 
subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And if you want, recommend this podcast to your friends or family. Thank you for listening.